Hello, and welcome back to another new episode of my podcast. Well, mini-sode, I should say this time. Anyways, welcome back to another mini-sode of Where Our Minds Take Us, and this is your host, Isaac. And today I'm just, you know, I actually had a big script wrote out and like an idea for a topic I wanted to talk about. It's like bodybuilding and steroids. And I'm still going to talk about that stuff, but, you know, I just, I just didn't like it, and I didn't feel it, and I was like, well... This show is called Where Our Minds Take Us, so what the fuck am I doing? Sitting here writing out this elaborate script and, like, thinking of everything I want to talk about. And I was just like, oh, this is stupid. And then uh, I actually recorded some on the tube. <laughs> I was a little drunk when I did it, and I was like, oh, yikes, it's pretty awful. I don't think I'm going to upload that. Or if I do, I, you know, need to, like, edit it a little bit. But anyways... I still want to talk about that some, and uh, like I said before, I'm just big into the, the bodybuilding and powerlifting. I, I focus more on powerlifting, but I kind of follow the bodybuilding more, mostly because I don't look like a bodybuilder, so if I was like good at bodybuilding, maybe I would you know, say I'm more of a bodybuilder, but I'm not, so I just say I'm a powerlifter and keep it safe, because I'm you know decently strong, but I... Still have dad bod. Kind of just a chubby, chubby boy. Anyways, one thing I wanted to talk about was just like steroid use in the market these days. It's just, it's inundated. It's absolutely inundated. And most people don't realize that, especially like the layman. You see these like washboard abs with these, these guys with these big chests. And just they're cut and shredded and amazing shape. And then you have these celebrities come on and they're like, oh, I got so huge and shredded in like two months for this movie. Like, uh, I know Hugh Jackman and What's-His-Face for Thor, I think, did something like that. And you just get them all the time. And it's just, it's ridiculous. It's, it's not real. It's not real. So stop thinking it's real. If you think it's real, don't think it's real. And it's not just the men, it's the women too. It's, it's all fake. It's all fake. You don't get like that in a couple months or a month or whatever. I mean, think about it. Why Why would they go through the... It, it, it's kind of just common sense when you think about it. Like, Let's say you're a, a movie star and you need to get just huge, jacked, and shredded for you know the next movie that you're going to do. Whatever you're playing is super awesome. Buff man. The third or whatever. And you can fly and shoot lasers out of your freaking butthole anyways if that's what your job is and it requires you to get big and you need to get big fast why 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 would you do this super strict diet and i mean you you probably still do a strict diet don't get me wrong but if if you have something that can help you get there faster why are you not going to do it and you are it's exactly what you're going to do it doesn't matter if you're kicking stuff and no one, I mean, people do care, and that's why you get people, you know, try to claim that they did it in how many days so fast without any extra bullshit PEDs, performance-enhancing drugs. But um, they're just they're just trying to do their job, and that's understandable. But it also, in my eyes, it just sets a bad example. It's not real. It's not real. Don't look at that and be like, I I can do that. That's achievable, because. Most likely it's not. It's not. It's just, like I said, it's fake. 
And it's not just the PEDs either, especially on Instagram these days. These people are using lighting. It's amazing how much lighting can change how someone looks. You know, you see see their pictures on Instagram, you're like, damn, they look incredible, insane. They're like shredded or whatever. And then you see them in person, you're like, what the hell? <laughs> Who is this guy? This is the same guy that are, you know, they look huge. And then you see them in person, they're like 5'5". Five, five. But uh, anyways, no offense to those of you who are 5'5 five, five or under out there. But you know what I'm talking about. <clears throat> anyways, it's it's all fake. It's it's lighting, it's PDs, it's, uh, it's Photoshop. And I mean filters too. Let's be real. Filters filters change how people look. It adds an effect, makes it look more aesthetic, and most of it's unrealistic. And then you got all you got all these influencers, quote unquote, Instagram influencers. Oh my God, it just drives me insane. Drives me nuts. Sorry, drives me nuts. These people, there's there's a hundred thousand of them. They're a dime a dozen. They just keep popping up. And, you know, disclaimer for all this. I mean, I am no expert. I'm not an expert. Don't take everything I say to heart. Don't be like, oh, he knows what he's talking about. Or, you know, look it up and everything I'm saying is bullshit. Because some of it probably is. Because that's, that's part of the show is I'm just bullshitting. That's what I'm doing. <clears throat> but... You know, just, I'm not an expert, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a fitness guru, I'm just a guy who likes to lift weights. I'm just the same as everyone else. I'm not, never tried to claim to be anything else. I'm not gonna try to push a program on you. I don't have a fucking program. I just do my own shit, you know? Oh, actually, I, I, there is a program that I like to use loosely. I kind of chop pieces up from different things and put them together and do my own thing. And it's probably not even the best. <laughs> If I was really super dedicated, I would probably follow like some super proven program. I'd, you know, be like 500 pounds of pure muscle. It's unrealistic, but you get what I'm saying. Um, but anyways, end of the story is I'm not an expert. But like I was saying, these Instagram influencers, like they're just all trying to, they're trying to make money. I get it. They're out there hustling or whatever you want to call it. Honestly, I, I kind of hate that word, but. They're out there trying to make money. They're trying to make a living off this bullshit. And they don't give a fuck about you. They don't give a fuck about me. They don't give a fuck about anyone. They're just trying to sell their program. Don't listen to them. If you see some Instagram influencer, quote unquote, with 10,000 followers saying, this is their proven program to get super fit, no, just don't listen to them. I mean, it maybe it maybe has some weight, but... Uh, trust me, there's nothing they've done or discovered that's different. It's not. It's not. Nothing, it's nothing new. Bodybuilding and and fitness is. I mean, we are understanding the human body more and more every year. But for the most part, the the pillars, the uh, foundation, it stays true. It, it's the same. It's been the same for decades and decades. Bodybuilders in Arnold Schwarzenegger's heyday are not doing anything incredibly different from they are, what they're doing now. I mean, there, there are some differences in the way they work out, but it's it's still the basic shit. You, it's completely recognizable. 
which if you if you want to see something unrecognizable, go back to like the 1920s. Holy fuck, that shit is whack. I mean, it, it must kind of work because uh, one of the guys I wanted to talk about when I wrote up the script for this thing was actually uh, Eugene Sandow. I'm not sure if it's Eugen or Eugene. It's spelled E-U-G-E-N. I'm pretty sure it's Eugene, but whatever. And uh, he he was an old, old school bodybuilder back in the fucking 1920s. You know, he was like a strongman at the circus, which I think is hilarious when you think about it. Like nowadays, what do bodybuilders, I mean, it really hasn't changed. What do bodybuilders do to make money? You know, they do their shows, they post their pictures or videos on Instagram, and they solicit their shitty protein shakes and their uh, vitamins that they take or whatever. You know, I, I've got 300 pounds of pure muscle taking creatine. Okay, dude, sure. What the fuck? If anyone tries to tell you that, they're fucking insane. But um, anyways, it, it's the same thing. It's old school, old, old school. People say old school, and a lot of times they talk about Arnold and Franco, Colombo, and fucking the rest of them. But old, old school, early 1900s. And these guys, they make their living being fucking circus sideshows. And it's kind of it's cool, but it's just interesting how the medium has changed, but the basic uh, principles haven't. So, what is it, Juji Mufu and, like, Larry Wheels? I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. Look them up on YouTube. <clears throat> don't get me wrong. I, I like the guys, and they're super entertaining. But especially Juji, his whole thing is strength feats. His YouTube channel is full of these strength feats. Him doing just crazy shit with super heavy weight. And he's strong. And he has Larry on sometimes, and Larry does his own shit, and they you know, sell their supplements or whatnot, but it's the same thing. They're a circus sideshow just on YouTube, and, you know, it's pretty interesting when you think about it, just how, like I said, the principles have maintained the same, the medium has changed, and uh, I think nowadays, though, it's definitely getting more, well, not definitely, it's obviously gotten more mainstream, because especially back then, like, Guys like Eugene Sound, Sandel, Eugene, 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 they were like uh, oddities. You know, it wasn't common. In fact, from my understanding, they were looked at weird. They were looked at like they were weirdos. Hence, being you know circus sideshows. Like, God, this guy's fucking obsessed with himself. And you know, it's true. He was. It's kind of weird when you think about it. Uh, should bring back some of that old school thinking in that way. Maybe not the other ways, because you know. Motherfuckers are racist as fuck, but <clears throat> now it's just like glorified your body. Everyone's obsessed with it, especially in America. We're just obsessed with our body. Everyone wants to be the best. And I'm no different. I'm not going to try to say I'm, I'm special. I don't care. I, I mean, I'm in the gym. I'm working out. Like, Why, why do I do it? I do it because I, I enjoy it. It's like people that like runner's high, they get that runner's high. And it's the same thing. You get that little bit of that dopamine rush, especially afterwards. You just feel fucking fantastic. <clears throat> Today, I 
did a bench press. I, I did my heavy bench day. So I, I do bench twice a week, flat bench with a barbell. And uh, one of those days is like a, a hypertrophy, high rep, lower weight. I mean, it's still fairly heavy. It's probably 60% of my max. And then I do one day where I do uh, just real, real heavy weight, real heavy weight. And I'll do low repetition. I'll get up to like 90% of my one rep max and knock out as many as I can for one set. And then I'll just drop back down. <clears throat> and that's, uh, I think there's a, like the 531. It's kind of a, I actually, I butchered, I cannibalized this program that some Redditor made called Ensons, uh, his program. So I, for the my main lifts, I kind of use that, which he cannibalize uh 531 and some other bullshit and then i cannibalized it further and kind of adjusted it how i like it but uh yeah i mean i i'm in there doing it because i do enjoy it i like i've said before i like the numbers i like seeing me put i like going in there and putting up heavier weight each time it's just a great feeling but i mean it is it looks too like it feels good knowing that i I look tough. I look strong. And, you know, I'm not going to lie and say it's not. And anyone who says it's not is probably lying too. But and it's just a side effect. It's hard not to think like that sometimes. But I, I try not to. I try not to let that be the focus. I try to push that away from me. And, I mean, I don't, I don't post much about it. I don't post pictures of me lifting, really. I don't post videos. I have in the past, but... I try not to anymore just because I don't want to buy into that culture of self-obsessed body image is all that matters. But I, I just, you know, it's for some people and that's good. If that's your living, like go for it. Awesome. But it's not something that I, I want to focus my life on it. To me, it sounds miserable, but anyways, I, I do, I do enjoy being in there. Um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of these fitness gurus, these Instagram influencers, these people on YouTube, like they're just trying to sell people shit, and they most of them don't know what they're talking about. They're me. They're like me. They're they are exactly like me. The only difference is they have the balls to tell you how you should work out, which is fucking insane. Because I do not feel comfortable telling other people how to work out. I've probably been working out much longer. Then a lot of these motherfuckers trying to tell people how they should do it. And, you know, maybe they do know more. I'm sure some of them, some of them do. And some of them are probably very legit. I'm sure some of them have degrees in what they do. And they probably know. But I guess the moral of the story here is just be skeptical. Be skeptical of what they're doing. Like, look at it and go, is this something that's, like, out there? Do other people do this? Uh, other than the people that follow that specific person. Like, is this in, you know, weightlifting, bodybuilding, fitness history? Historically, does this make sense? Or is this some weird bullshit that this motherfucker just came up with on the spot? Because if it is, it's they're probably not trying to help you. They're probably just trying to make money. And even the ones that are trying to help you, they're trying to make money too, and that's fine. And at the end of the day, there's nothing wrong with making money off of it. I mean, if that's your if that's your passion, if that's what you want to do, get out there and go for it and put your all into it. 
But don't, don't, if, especially if you don't know what you're talking about, don't go out there and mislead people. That's just wrong. It's just wrong. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm kind of short on breath. It's allergy season all year round in Oregon, essentially. And uh, ever since I moved back out here, it seems like my asthma's been returning. But, I mean, that's not important. But yeah, like I was saying, just get out there and pursue it if that's your dream. That's awesome. It's good for you. But I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of people that are purposely mis misleading you. And there's a lot of people that aren't purposely misleading you, but they just don't know what they're talking about. They have no fucking clue what they're doing. And they think they do, but they don't. They think they figured it out. And one thing I found that's kind of a ironic is the longer I do this the more I feel like I don't know anything so like I remember when I was younger and I first started so I started weightlifting um senior year of high school well I, if you really want to go back my freshman year I went and lifted weights with some of the football players but uh they kind of introduced me to some of the basic lifts and I had played football in seventh and eighth grade and I was going to in my freshman year and then I pussed out because I got nervous about it and I was at a new school. And honestly, I sucked the balls at football in junior high. I was so bad. I was the tiniest kid on my team. So tiny. Incredibly tiny. I remember looking at this other guy and thinking he was tiny. I remember it. Thinking, man, that guy's small. There's no way I'm smaller than that guy. And then I look back at pictures, and I'm like, holy fuck. I was smaller. I was literally the smallest kid on the team. And then it's funny, too, because one of my best buddies back then and in high school was uh, one of our linemen who was the biggest guy on the team. So I can only imagine how hilarious that looked, him standing next to me, just this ginormous 280-pound, 300-pound motherfucker, and me this, like, Hundred pound, five foot four, skin and bones, little shit, and I was a little shit too. Like good God, I was I just like a troublemaker. I like to tease people. I like to, and I, I got my ass beat a few times for it. That's for sure. I'm no stranger to getting my ass beat for trying to pick fights with people I shouldn't be picking fights with. I uh, had a little bit of that little man syndrome, but anyways. <clears throat> my freshman year, I started lifting weights with some of the football players. Trying to, I kind of got introduced to it. And then my senior year, uh, they offered like a, a bodybuilding weightlifting class. My PE teacher, he was like real old school. So he had kind of, he was more, he, he wanted us to focus more on the Olympic lifts. Like, uh, like having us do a lot of uh, hang cleans and snatches and all that fun stuff. But uh, being in there in a while, I got really into it and started working out hard. And he kind of let me do my own thing after a while. And I still remember uh, feeling so prideful. And mind you, I was, I was probably only like 170 pounds, six foot. I was just a scrawny little motherfucker. Mind you, I, I had no body fat. So I was just muscle and bone. That was all. I had six-pack abs. My entire childhood, childhood, 
But I was skinny. I was skinny. Don't get me wrong. I was very skinny. Muscular, but skinny. And there was a new class and a bunch of underclassmen in there. And he was introducing everyone to the, the, the weight room. And I was standing there. And he was like, if you any of you need help with anything, you can come to Isaac. And then he named a couple other of my classmates. He just, essentially, he just said, like, we knew what we were doing. If you had questions, ask us. I felt oh, such an ego boost right there. And I didn't deserve it. I mean, I, I did mildly know what I was doing more so than the, you know, underclassmen that just came in there that didn't know what they're doing. But I just started weightlifting that year. You know, I was into it, but I, I didn't know. I didn't know. I was following this old man's routine, essentially. I mean, I adjusted a little bit, but, and one thing they had in there that I miss is, uh, they had these power runners and you sit like, chest forward leaning forward like you're on a bench about to do like some rear flies or bent over real rear flies or something and you just kick back and you put plates on it and kick back but oh man those things would just fuck your legs up and i like doing those and yeah i haven't seen those anywhere else honestly i don't even know if they're that great now that I think about it, but at the time I loved doing those. They just made my legs hurt. And I used to do a lot more power cleans back then too, just because our teacher wanted us to do them. And I thought, well, this is a cornerstone of bodybuilding powerlifting. Uh, it's a cornerstone if you're going to, you know, working to try to get in the Olympics or into Olympic lifting. But now I, I haven't done a power clean in 100 billion years. So, yeah, I, my senior year, I bulked from, like, 155. Yeah, 155. Six foot one, 155. Ridiculous. Up to, like, 180, 185 by the end of it. End of that summer, that next, last summer. And at the time, I was just working at a grocery store uh, in the produce section, doing that shit. And I'd work out, me and my buddy. I remember we would go late at night, like midnight. I loved it. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Nowadays, I, I can't stay up like that. I mean, I, I can, but I'll be over here whining and complaining. Oh, I'm tired. I'm tired. <clears throat> I just can't do it anymore. Anyway, I, I did that. And then, like I had said, I, I joined the Marine Corps and I just got super, super skinny in boot camp. Super, super skinny. They just. And they don't, I want to say they don't feed you a lot. They feed you three square meals, probably a couple thousand calories each, but they don't give you a lot of time to eat. So sometimes you want to get a finish it. Um, not a lot of sweets. It's mostly, you know, shit like meat and potatoes, whatever, some fruit, an apple, milk, or Powerade. That's what we always drink, Powerade. Tons of Powerade. And, uh, Sometimes you'd only get like a minute or two to eat it all. So I got real skinny and we were always running around and hiking and doing all kinds of exercise. So just lost a lot of weight. And I have, a, I've always had a really high metabolism. So it's always difficult for me to keep on weight. Not, not anymore now. No. <laughs> now I have a harder time shedding the weight. Just, just in the last year too. Just in the last year. So that's, that's fun. <clears throat> Anyway, I, I got real skinny, and then I got out of boot camp, and 
went through the schoolhouse. I lifted weights on and off, maybe once or twice a week here and there. I had a buddy I'd go with sometimes. But I wasn't real dedicated. I, I stayed. I, I After boot camp, I popped back up to like 180, 185. I was at that weight for a long time. Just kind of skinny. Had a little belly. Got rid of my abs. And, uh, yeah, I stayed there for quite a while. And that's one thing about the Marine Corps is the <laughs> Marine Corps, the fit Marine Corps body is not what, not what mainstream fitness looks like. It's lanky and kind of thin and just real, real lanky and skinny and yeah, you know, it's hiking and running. That's what you do mostly. A lot of hiking, a lot of running, a lot of run hiking. But I've maintained that way for quite a while. And then I think it was uh, 2016 or 17, I want to say. It was probably end of 2016. I was like, oh, shit, I'm, I'm tired of being tired of being all right. I'm tired of just being all right at fitness. So I just I went hard. I had this pull-up bar in our shop and uh, I do five my, my goal was five pull-ups every time I'd pass it where we worked at let me tell you I did not realize how much I fucking walked past that motherfucking bar until I had to do five pull-ups every time I went past it because I was I got to the point where I, I was considering just to trick myself not to have to do it walking outside around the building to get to the other side of the building just so I didn't have to walk past that pull-up bar and do those five pull-ups. But anyways, I, I did, who knows, hundreds of pull-ups a day, probably. Maybe a hundred, probably not hundreds. And then uh, I was doing that. I was getting up at like four in the morning. Yeah, four in the morning. Every day, every day I'd get up four in the morning and I would go lift weights, go lift weights. And yeah, I still didn't really know what I was doing too much. I did a little bit. Um, I put on some muscle pretty quick. My body's pretty responsive to weight training. And my diet was shit at the time. I mean, the where I was at in Okinawa, like the food and chow hall there was just nasty. So I didn't like eating there, so I'd eat at the restaurants in our PX there. and It was just all nasty food. It was subway it was wingstop it was was it domino's and fucking burger king just nasty shit and uh just my high metabolism and a high level of activity kept me in shape excuse me got some burps um anyways so like i was saying i, I was getting up at four hitting the weights Sometimes we PT immediately after that. Uh, at that time, I was around that time. I, I pinned on Corporal um, Lance Corporal when I first started doing it. We had a sergeant over us, and uh, he was chill. He kind of let us do what we wanted. Probably shouldn't have, but he did. <laughs> Fortunately for me, I was motivated, so I was out there working hard every day. <clears throat> and then early 2017, I, I got promoted to Corporal. And we had a new staff sergeant come in, and he kind of still let me do what I wanted because he knew I was responsible enough. Uh, but yeah, sometimes we'd run PT after we'd lift weights, and uh, 
I would also work out at lunchtime. So a lot of the Marine Corps, especially if you're like in, uh, you know, in calm units anyway, I can't speak for other places, but you get two hour lunches, which is ridiculous, but you get two hour lunches. So I take like 30 to 45 minutes and do some sort of like circuit hit training. Just do like jump ropes, push-ups, pull-ups, all kinds of stuff. And uh, yeah, that point in my life was probably my most fit. I, I got up to, uh, right right before I started doing that, I was like 190. I was kind of skinny fat, you know. Had that skinny physique with that belly. <clears throat> and I got really into that. And after a few months of doing that, I got up to 205, but I, I thinned out. and was more muscular more muscular looking 205 kind of cut the belly and I maintained that weight for quite a while up until the end of 2017 uh, I think it was September I, that year I went from Okinawa back to Camp Pendleton I was over in Camp Pendleton with 9th Comp Battalion 9th Grime that place was awful <laughs> and any of you guys who know what I'm talking about you know you just know but I uh, went over there, I uh, got just long hours, hard work, it was intense. And a few field exercises later, and it was 2018, March. And I was back down to, I think, 180, 175. I just lost a ton of weight. And they just had me working like a dog out there. And I wasn't lifting weights as much. I mean, I, I was a little bit, but I wasn't dedicated like I had been before. So I was like, shit, I had a, some kind of break period. I wouldn't say break periods, there's still stuff going on, but I had some long periods coming up that I knew we weren't going to be out in the field again. And I was getting close to the end of my EAS. And at this point, I was a sergeant. I got just got promoted sergeant like around that time. Um, yeah, I, I'm a three and a half year sergeant. You can make fun of me all you want, those motherfuckers who... You know, got out four years as a Lance Corporal or PFC or whatever. But it's a three-year sergeant, and uh, I was platoon sergeant actually at that time, which was I I, I don't recommend it. <laughs> Taking care of forty pubescent motherfuckers just fresh out of boot camp is goddamn worst thing I've ever had to do. Was pulling my hair out every minute. But anyways, I I got back in the gym more there I had a buddy we went with uh who's one of my corporals uh good friend but we were we were going every day we, we went six seven times a day and that was the number one time in my life where I was like I know what I'm doing that's what I thought I thought in my head I knew what I was doing and I'll be honest I had amazing progress but uh, a lot of that is what you kind of here's new gains some of it was gain back what I already had it was the first time in my life I really like focused in on weightlifting and nothing else. And I really applied all of myself into that and not just the weightlifting, but the diet too. I was, I was, you know, counting everything I ate all day long, counting, counting. And when I wasn't doing that, I was reading about how to be more fit. I was reading about how to lift more. I was reading other people's stories. I was on bodybuilding forums and you know, I was spending two hours a day in the gym, sometimes more. I was doing other stuff to hit training, and I was just hyper-focused on it. And at that time, too, I got introduced to uh, 
a PED called well, the street name for them are SARMs, selective androgen receptor modulators. Uh, my understanding is they just uh, promote your natural production of androgen, which is the male sex hormone or testosterone. And uh, th that shit works. It does. It does. I remember when I first took it, um, I think I, I went from like 170. So before I took that, I was 175-ish and over two, three months. And again, when, when you've been lifting before and then you get back into it, it's easier to get that weight back. And then just being hyper-focused on my diet and the lifting itself, I just saw some amazing progress. And a lot of it too is genetics. I'm not going to lie. Um, and that sounds shitty, but it's just the truth. Some people respond better than others. Um, I would say I respond well to, you know, uh, that, that heavy lifting, but I, I want to say in like two or three months, I probably got up to 205, 200, 205. And, uh, that's about when I heard of these SARMs things. So there was this supplement store I went to, me and my buddy, we'd go there every weekend, every weekend. And we use a little in-body thing and weigh in and give us our BMI and body fat percentage, which those things are not accurate whatsoever. But they do kind of help. If you do it enough, you can get a baseline. And then when you do it again and you see changes, you can kind of estimate. But, um, yeah, I, I, they had these SARMs there. So I tried the, I think it was LGD 40, 40, 40, 34. I, they stopped producing it cause it wasn't pure. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing to hear, but anyways, they, uh, it's supposed to be like a bulking agent. And I used that. I bought that. It was like $90 for this little tiny vial. It was just a dropper. You just drop it in your mouth once in the morning, once at night. At least that's what the supplement guy told me. You can do more or less. It doesn't matter. I think it was like 10 milliliters. I don't know. Was it 10 milliliters? Sounds like a lot. I may be bullshitting. I'm not remembering. But I did that and uh, I put on like 15, 20 pounds in like a couple weeks. And uh, I mean, I got strong really fast. I got big really fast. And I just looked big. And everyone taught it to you. They're like, oh, Sergeant Z, how did you get so big? But uh, I was like, oh, I'm just working out. <laughs> Like I said, at this time, I thought I knew what I was doing. And I was an idiot for taking that shit. I didn't know what the fuck it was. I didn't know what it was. I just, oh, cool. It makes you, makes you bigger. I'll take that. And uh, I, I took that and, you know, I don't know if it was a good idea. I didn't use any PCT afterwards. So, you know, it kind of fucked me up afterwards. And uh, PCT is just essentially rebound your hormones because when you come off something a pd like that or like a steroid it'll your natural production will be lower than it was before because it was used to using that um that chemical to you know supplement it or help produce it so they don't drop so my nat natural testosterone levels although i didn't get tested most definitely dropped right immediately after coming off of it and I was always tired. I didn't think anything of it at the time. But I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I want to take a nap every day. I'd be like practically falling asleep at work. 
Um, and I rebounded eventually and got over it. And then I took it again later that year in the summer. And the results weren't as good. And I was just bigger at the time. And I, I think I got up to 215. And I got out of the Marine Corps at 215, maybe 220. And I kept lifting, kept lifting, came back to Oregon. I lifted near home, nearby gym. And I got big. I got big doing that. And I got up to 235, put on, put on some fat, though. I was a chubby 235. I was stronger. Definitely put on a little muscle, but I was, I was looking a little chubby. Couldn't eat, couldn't eat, hard to breathe. Um, so I, you know, went back to the gym after that. I finally recovered. I, I didn't work out for like a month, month and a half because of that. Um, started going back to the gym, started lifting. Um, I was impatient. I didn't want to, uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want to take the time to get back to where I thought I was at before. So I went out and bought SARMs offline again. This one was LGD 3033, I think. But I took that and I bulked right back up to like 230. And then, uh, but that time I, oh man, it hit me. I was, I was moody. I was uncomfortable. I was tired all the time. It, it just messed my hormones up really badly. Again, I, I was an idiot. And this was uh, 2019, summer of 2019, I think. And I, I, I was an idiot. I was an idiot. Don't do not do what I did. I didn't know what I was doing. I was being stupid. And uh, I took this stuff. and I never got blood tests, but I'm, I'm sure my testosterone was like way down. Because I was just, I was so exhausted. I was so exhausted all the time. I was just so moody. I was so irritable. And when I was taking it, I was irritable. And something about it just made me feel like absolute dog shit. But anyways, I, I, I did that for like a month. I cycled it and came off. And eventually I, you know, I rebounded and I started feeling normal again. And I continued to weight lift. And I put on more weight. And I got up to like where I'm at now, presently, I'm 250 pounds. Not, not as skinny. Not a, not a cut, 250 pounds. Actually, I'm probably more like 246 or 7, but with clothes, I'm like 252. And uh, here we are now, and, you know, now I, I'm just looking back at it, and I'm like, man, Isaac, you're you're an idiot. What, what, what were you doing? And just thinking back to how I thought I knew what I was doing, especially, like, 2018, when I was in the Marines, I was a sergeant, I was lifting every day, and I just thought I was hot shit, and I wasn't, I didn't know what I was doing, uh, I mean, I was emulating things that I'd seen, but I didn't know what I was doing, and I, I still don't, I'm not gonna say I'm an expert now, I know a little more, but I, I don't feel comfortable telling people how to do things, I really don't, so, with that said, I, I mean, I, off on quite the rabbit trail there, didn't I? 
with that said though like that's why i just i just don't trust people that act like they that want to tell you because uh especially people that haven't been doing it very long because i mean even people i know like i see them it's like one day they just decide oh i'm i'm the fitness guy or i'm the fitness girl and then they post these videos or whatever and they're like doing their little workouts and like what why what makes you the expert why 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 you know and then uh i i just think about my own experience i'm like i i wouldn't feel comfortable I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. Like, why Why are they so comfortable? So then, you know, naturally I'm like, they must be full of themselves or they're delusional or, you know, the small probability that they actually know what they're doing. And again, if they do, that's great. And some people can back up and that's fantastic. You know, you have like a degree in kinesiology or whatever. And even then, I'm not going to say 100%, but well, that is my chicken in the oven. I will be right back. Okay, I'm back. Chicken finished in the oven, and I went and got it out. I'm going to let it cool down before I eat it. I uh, like to kick, cook chicken and corn. Uh, <laughs> don't take my advice for healthy meals, because chicken and corn, you could probably do better. Uh, I'm sure you could do worse, too, but I like to toss it in the oven. Easy to bake easy to make it's baking it but yeah so that, that's kind of my rant on just fitness influencers all of them it's just a lot of misdirection a lot of bs and uh i would just advise to be careful do if you're going to go out there and find a program or a meal prep routine or like a diet do do what's tried and proven don't take the advice like i said of the random instagram person who has a couple thousand followers they probably don't know what they're talking about and that's fine that's fine they can do what they want i guess but just just be wary be careful and maybe you're just following them just because you like them and they're interesting and maybe it motivates you and that's cool too. Just if that's what you want, then do that. But again, like I said, just be careful. Be careful. <clears throat> All right, let's uh, let's get back on the actual other shit I was talking about. Yeah, Eugene Eugene Sandow. That's who I was talking about, right? Yeah. So this this dude was, I mean, he was badass for his day. If you' not sure who he is, like look him up. And, uh, I mean, he looks, he looks incredible. He has a great body. Um, and, uh, he was just cut and muscular and that was pre-steroids. So th those of you that don't know, steroids were kind of synthesized in the 1950s. They were, um, they're, uh, just a form of testosterone, essentially altered testosterone. Scientists altered it in order to minimize the, uh, other, undesired effects of testosterone as well as to um, uh, make it more effective so just taking pure testosterone like orally um, it doesn't work very well and nowadays I mean you can inject it honestly I'm not even entirely certain 
because I, I know there are bodybuilders that just take your test. I'm not quite certain how that works, but, um, yeah, he was uh, pre-steroids, and you, I mean, you can see a difference. Like, look up him, and then look up Ronnie Coleman. I mean, Ronnie Coleman, awesome, awesome guy, amazing bodybuilder. He was just a genetic beast. He was, you know, incredibly hard worker. Like, I have nothing bad to say about him at all. I'm not trying to tarnish his name, but I mean, look at him, and then look at Eugene Sandow. It's it's not the same. It's different. It's uh, it's obvious. That's if you're if you're curious what it looks like without any PEDs. Look at Eugene Sandow, and I'm not saying he was the most genetically gifted man alive. I'm not just I don't just think, but I'm certain that you can get people can get bigger. People can get bigger and more muscular than him without PEDs, without steroids, without SARMs. But we're talking like 1%. We're talking about a percent of the percent of a population. It's not many. And if you do, you have to work hard, incredibly hard. So you have to be gifted and you have to be working your goddamn ass off. All the time. You have to be focused. That has to be your life. Bodybuilding has to be your life. There's nothing else. But even then, they, they couldn't compete. They would not be able to compete with modern bodybuilders. I mean, just look at some of them. Look at uh, uh, what Dor Dorian Yates. Look at uh, Ronnie Coleman. Look at... Um, Look at, uh, what's, what's his fucking name? I can't think right now. Jay Cutler. Look at them when they did their Olymp Mr. Olympia, when they won their Mr. Olympias. These guys are not only genetic freaks, not only did they work incredibly hard and devote their life to it, and they did, they devoted their life to it, but they're taking... Uh, a, probably a, a ridiculous amount of, of of steroids, growth hormone, insulin, all kinds of shit. Um, you can't you can't compete at that level without them, and that's fine because most people, like I said, these people are genetic freaks. Most people, even with you know that stack of what they're using, even if they were working as hard as them. They probably couldn't be up there because these guys are essentially they were born to do it. <laughs> and not only were they born to do it, but they had incredible, incredible work ethic, incredible work ethic. And, you know, they enjoy it. It was their life. It is their life. They live and breathe that each and every day. And if that's not something you can do, then you're not ever going to get there. And if you don't have the genetic predisposition, you're not going to get there. And if you can't diet like they do, you're not going to get there. But like I said, that's the percent of the percent. Those are the top of the top of the top. Those are like your NFL Hall of Famers. These guys are insane. They're ridiculous. 
they're probably more rare than NFL Hall of Famers. <laughs> but even your basic, your basic Instagram gym bro, a lot of these guys are using shit. They're using shit. And I mean, that just kind of proves my other point too. Like, look at these guys that are using shit compared to those pros, those top of the pros. Like, they, they're different. There's more, it's more than just the steroid use, that's for sure. But I'm getting so off topic here, I don't even remember what I was fucking talking about. I guess what I'm just saying is it takes a lot of work, it takes a lot of time and dedication and a lot of steroids. And uh, if you kind of want to know what's a, you get a general idea of what's achievable without steroids, look at, look at these bodybuilders before the 1950s. And, you know, again, they might, maybe they're not the most genetically gifted. I don't know. Maybe they're not, their routines weren't the most uh, proficient. But it's going to give you a better idea. You know, no bullshit. Eugene Sandow was not using steroids. Couldn't have. It hadn't been invented yet. Was it possible? Testosterone was barely even known. Testosterone wasn't even proven to exist until 1930s by some fucking Nazi scientist. <laughs> For real, Germans. Germans, like, discovered testosterone. It, it was kind of known about before that. People understood it to a certain degree. I don't know how much, but it was somewhat known about. Um, but, yeah, don't, don't look at these gym bros on Instagram and be like, that's, that's, I'm going to do that. No, you're going to probably need to take some stuff to get there. And I'm not I'm not supporting steroid use. I'm not saying you should. I think it's one of those things you should. I've heard a lot of bodybuilders say this, and I agree with the sentiment. Unless you think you're going to compete and win, and unless you know that that's your calling and that's what you're going to do, it's not worth it. It's not worth it just to look good. Because it in the long term, it fucks you up. I actually wrote down some physical side effects. So let's just read this over. Here, let me bring the mic over. Severe acne, oily skin and hair, hair loss, liver disease, such as liver tumors and cysts, kidney disease, heart disease, heart attacks and stroke, enlarged heart, high blood pressure, changes in blood cholesterol, all of which can increase the risk of stroke and heart attack, even in young people. Oops. Mental side effects include paranoia, uh, extreme irritability and aggression, roid rage, and mind you, when I'm listing these, it's not like if you take uh, Winstrol, you're going to experience all these all at once. It's not how it is. Different steroids, different types, you're going to experience it to different degrees. It's going to depend on you. It's going to depend on how you're taking it, orally, injecting. Um, but anyways, it, they can cause delusions, impaired judgment, mania, and obviously altered mood. Um, even suicidal tendencies. I'm going to move my mic again. So yeah, it's... I mean... Those are serious side effects, and uh, 
I don't think those are things that you should take lightly and you should do if you just want to look good. It's not worth it, man. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Um, your body dysmorphia, <laughs> if you're that obsessed with looking good, that's called body dysmorphia. And you should probably see a psychologist or a doctor or whatever and get some help with that because that's that's a problem and to abuse a because they are drugs they're drugs they're a scientifically altered uh chemical with potentially uh life-threatening side effects so don't don't just do it to look good and uh you know when you are if you do decide to do it and bodybuilding as you're calling um i kind of want to just actually pull this from it was a navy seal i forget his name and uh he he essentially said that it might have been uh who the fuck was that that said that i can't remember he essentially said that being a navy seal becoming a navy seal part of the training is uh so like the initial training, like the entry training. It's not training to teach you how to be a Navy SEAL. It's training for you to prove it. And the mindset is that you already are a Navy SEAL and you just have to prove it. And if there's ever been a doubt in your life about being a Navy SEAL, or if you ever think I could maybe get through this, you're not going to get through it. It's essentially what he said. I think it might've been Dan Crenshaw that said this, can't remember, but uh, is it, I'm, I'm not trying to draw parallels to Navy SEALs and bodybuilders because <laughs> obviously bodybuilders are not fucking Navy SEALs, but I think the same principle applies to it too. If you think you might want to be a professional bodybuilder, if you think you maybe can make it and you're not sure, you know, don't do it. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. But if you can get through all that, if it's not about the body dysmorphia, if you think you're born for it and you know you're going to do it, and if you have the genetics for it, then do it. Pursue it. Like, win. Get out there. Make a name for yourself. Good for you. But if you're just fucking Larry the fucking cable guy, whatever, sitting at home on your couch and you see your... P90X workout video and you're like, damn, I want to get in shape. Don't go out and start taking piano ball and whatever bullshit. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> that's that's not what you want to do. It, get, get the basics at least first. Like, just get in the gym. Do it natural at first. At least. At least. Do it natural for several years at least. Don't take SARMs even until you have to. Get to your natural potential, your max natural potential. Then consider it. Then consider it. And only do it, like I said, if you're for sure. You're for sure about it. Don't do it because you want a quick way to look good. Don't do it because you just want to, you know, fast track to having that washboard abs and big chest. You gotta, You got to have good reason for it. You gotta have good reason for it. <sighs> okay.
so I think I'm going to wrap this up here. This kind of concludes my uh, second mini-sode of Where Our Minds Take Us. And again, the, the Buffalo Wings episode is still in the works. It's coming. I'm hoping I can get it done this weekend. Fingers crossed. If I don't get it done this weekend, you know, I'm just going to keep releasing these quote-unquote mini-sodes. Um, at this point, you're probably wondering, like, how is this a mini-sode? It's like an hour long. What is, like, what, what, what does a mini-sode mean? And I, I guess I'm just kind of... My, my real episodes, I want to have people on. I want to be talking to them about certain topics, you know. That's the format I want. These mini-sodes are just me having fun, just pissing into the mic, talking shit, um, train of thought, stream of consciousness. It's not important. But the actual episodes are going to be... I, I want to have conversations with people more. Um, so, yeah, I, I hope to get that done this weekend. Anyways, I have some other cool ideas coming up to you. Um, and the, I don't know, if you're from Oregon, you might have seen in the news lately, like the homeless situation in Salem. That's something I hope maybe I can address in the near future. I'm not sure how I'm going to approach that subject yet, but it's something I'd like to talk about or have some people on to talk about. And if that's something that you know about and want to talk about, like, by all means, contact me and I'll bring you on and we'll talk. I don't care who you are. We'll do it. And with that said, too, I just, if you have ideas, if you, you know, have some feedback, if you want to say anything at all, feel free to reach out to me. You can get me at uh, wong2pods at gmail.com. That'd be the preferable way to contact me. If not, you can message the uh, Where Our Minds Take Us Facebook page. Just look that up. Or you can even shit comment or message me on YouTube, the YouTube page. And, uh, yeah, just uh, you guys stay sharp and uh, have a good rest of your week.